Hello everyone and welcome to Ramblings from Nowhere. As always, I'm your host, Jason Hull, and joining me again this week is my uh, uh, rather excited from news that's just been dropping as we start recording, uh, Clay Dotson. What's up, dude? Uh, not much. I have been at a uh, a uh, dress rehearsal rehearsal for a uh, a dance recital all night, and uh, just got done and stopped and got me a giant grape slushy, and these texts just started like exploding across my phone nonstop, and I was like, "What is going on?" And come to find out. They showed the new Xbox. Well, I mean, so it's the Game Awards tonight. And yes. So pretty much all they did was just announce the name, which is the Xbox Series X. Showed off a picture of the new Xbox, which is getting close to looking more like a, a PC, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you call it, PC box. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and so... Um, so it looks like a tower. It looks like a tower. Yeah, that's the uh, word I was looking for. Thanks. Uh, and then they showed the controller. And so right now, I mean, they've only kind of just went over some basic specs. I mean, it's going to be pretty fast. It should be able to play games at 60 frames per second at, at 4K. Um, and at some points, maybe even 120 frames per second. And it also have the ability for 8K, I guess, down the road as well. So, um, And everything is backwards compatible. Your controllers from the Xbox One will work. They have a new controller that's got like a, I guess a, the directional pad that's on the Elite controllers, and then they've got a button uh, that's in between the two menu buttons, the back button and the menu button, that is uh, kind of similar to the PlayStation 4's uh, record button, so you can just record things on the fly from your controller. So, so layout's still the same though, controller-wise, <laughs> button-wise. Why? But why are these names, though? I mean, so you got Xbox, and you got Xbox 360, and you got Xbox One, and then you got Xbox One S, and you got Xbox One X, and now you got Xbox Series X. So it's just Series X. Yeah, sex. Sex. It's the, it's the sex yeah, box, yeah, the pretty sex much. Box. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and who knows? I mean, and that's not even talking about the fact that they're going to have two different consoles. You know, they're going to have the one that's going to be your hardcore gamers, which, you know, I'll probably end up getting day one versus the people that just, you know, are here or there. Don't really, mm-hmm. they just want something to play on. So but I just like the fact that the, everything is going to be backwards compatible. Everything is going to be brought to this. Do they so. say anything about the uh, <clears throat> the discless version? Are they going to do a disk driveless version? That's that's what's being rumored, but right now, I, I mean, they didn't, they, they were just very, just brief. Right. I mean, they just showed pictures of it, a little trailer. They're just firing uh, the first shot, basically. Just a shot yeah. across the bow. Across the bow and I'm going to assume a price will probably be announced at E3 next year because that's, you know, that's what they've done every time, pretty much. Um, you know, when they announce the actual price. So what do you so, think? Three ninety nine. It'll be 500 bucks. You think so? It'll be, it'll be 4 dollars and then the lesser console will be 3 dollars I mean, I, if it's 5 dollars I'd be surprised. Five ninety nine. No, it won't be five ninety nine. Four ninety nine is going to be a tough sell if they do four ninety nine. Well, I mean, they're going to have to. I mean, both PlayStation and Xbox. I mean, the thing is, we're looking at a, a future where they're just going to have almost identical specs. It's about what can you offer me, which you know, of course, Sony has got the first party hits. I well, mean, that's what okay. they're known for. And Xbox still got to grow their stuff. Well, but. they have what I think he said twelve 
uh, first-party titles in development right now, and that they were yeah. uh, what was it I read the other day? Um, there would be one like a uh, first-party game drop like every five months or something like that, if I remember right. For PlayStation? No, for Xbox. Xbox. Well, I mean, they did announce uh, Hellblade 2, mm-hmm. which I've still played through the first one, but it, the trailer looked beautiful. So. Well, speaking of uh, Sony, which they haven't said much, just rumor and spec, and, you know, right before this dropped, um, there was a lot of uh, speculation rumors going around about this uh, box. Um, but anyway, my question is, and I know you saw it, and I'm surprised that I have not heard much more about this. Uh, I don't think I saw very many articles, and when I saw the tweet, I was like, well, that's pretty that's pretty big. You and Josh, being uh, huge baseball fans, uh, what do you think of MLB The Show coming to other consoles? I think it's huge that Sony's even it's, doing it's, it. It's a Sony-backed game. It has to be something because they've just recently well, they renewed their agreement with Major yes. League Baseball. And so, MLB, MLB said, look, if you want this license, you're going to have to go multi-platform with it. Right. I mean, think about how much money they were leaving on the table. So. Yeah. I personally just could care less about sports games. They're just, uh, they're well, just, nah. But especially baseball so, games. Baseball games, I try to get into them. Never can after that. Except like, for, um, what's that one from 2K? The, the, what was it? Remember the Bigs or whatever? What was that yeah, one? Just, it was the all Run Derby one. It was all cartoonish, arcadey. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you didn't. I just can't. I can't do well, that. I just I can't lost, do realistic simulators. Uh, no, I played. The, did you ever play any of the show? Any of their no, I played no, never it. Have. It's fun. Um, I quit sport game, sports games. I'm sorry, I can't talk tonight. Um, actually, any night apparently we record. I can't. But uh, they lost me when they started taking out uh, co-op team play, like in Madden and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the whole reason I like to play them was where we could play on the same team and do our seasons and stuff. I mean. You know, that's where the fun was. And once they started taking that out of EA, I I just quit playing sports games altogether, more or less. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty big for the video game industry that Sony's doing this. But um, yeah, we'll see how it goes going forward. I mean, we'll hopefully learn more about the deal and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that's the breaking news. Uh, yeah, fun stuff. That's uh, really exciting stuff. I don't even know if the uh, uh, the game show the game awards are over with. So I have never watched the game awards once. I don't believe. I'm just like eh, whatever. Hey, dude, we never last week never talked about Papa John's uh, Papa John and that interview that he did. Did you ever listen to it? Uh, which one? The one recently where he was all talking about the day of reckoning. Yeah. <laughs> that was messed up. From uh, and that he and that he ate like what thirty pizza or forty pizzas in thirty days, <laughs> just to talk about the quality. <laughs> the day of reckoning is coming. The pizza quality is lacking. Papa John's got a lot of issues right now. Yeah, yeah. his wife is divorcing him too. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. he's got it hard. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure yeah. he's running around Louisville, Kentucky right now, just heartbroken. <laughs> but this whole day of reckoning's got me scared. He's, I'm not going to any Papa John's restaurants. You know, well, that. he's not part of it anymore, so you know. Well, you exactly. 
And when you use the words, the term, day of reckoning, well, it's got me scared as shit. So. <laughs> but, yeah. Other than that, man, uh, things have been good. Um, uh, comic books came out Wednesday. Um, New Mutants number three. Uh, it was actually a focus more or less on the uh, Grant Morrison mutants that were created. Mm-hmm. Like Beak and Angel make a comeback. <coughs> I was like very interested to see that. X-Force 3. Um, very good issue. I uh, did not like seeing Domino in bits and pieces. Well, well, not bits and pieces. She was flayed. You know, they were taking mm-hmm. her skin off to graft it on themselves. Um, uh, we made some headway with Xavier on this one, by the way. I, I know you haven't read it yet. So, uh, Fallen Angels 3, I still have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I might collect it just to see how this ends, but I, other than that, I think um, I'm done with this first arc. I, it, it's going nowhere for me. It does nothing for me at all. So. Yeah, I'm still, I'm with you. I'm on the fence on that one still. Yeah. Uh, I ended up finishing Darksiders 3. I'm never playing it ever again. It's... <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so they made all these bosses ridiculous to, to go against on the hard settings and I appreciate that but then I go up against the final boss piece of cake oh really like, yeah this is this is dumb and I'm not going back to try to collect all the other achievements it's just like ridiculous stuff they want you to mop up with yeah well listen but, speaking of games let's just let's talk about what took over our whole little group this week um we all dove back into Star Wars Battlefront 2, mm-hmm. and they have really cool co-op mode that I enjoy. I actually like it better than the standard multiplayer. I th- yeah, I think it's a good way to get your uh, yeah. to like get, get your, your toes unlock, in it. You, well, and level your stuff up and so on and so forth. Because and then you could start playing in speed. Yeah, because everybody that's playing right now has been playing nonstop at this point. But oh, that's yeah. that's not the game mode we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the. Uh, the Ewoks versus Stormtrooper mode. God, man. <laughs> that was scary. So, a little setup. So, you're on indoor, and it's after the Death Stars fell. And how many people is it? 16? Is that right? Yeah, I think it's either 16 or 24, but I three think it's 16. Start, I think three people start out as Ewoks, and mm-hmm. then 13 people start out as Stormtroopers. It's in the middle of the night. You have a flashlight on your on your blaster, and you can't so see anything. As you a can't see anything, your your light will go out after so often, and it takes about ten seconds for it to recharge. But you're having to work together, and then all of a sudden, you'll start seeing people die. You'll see it on your screen. So and so failed by the Ewoks, whatever, and you're just like lost to the woods. It's, it's lost, lost to the woods. woods. Excuse me, <laughs> lost to the woods. Thank you, Jason. It's the most. So. It, it like. Uh, it's the most nerve-wracking thing that first the first couple of matches we played. It was like, what is going on? Ah! But uh, it's also the funniest thing. I've not laughed as hard as I as that playing a game in a long time. Uh, there was at one point, Clay, where we all were all trying to get to the drop point because you have to get to a drop ship, right? And only one person has to get on the drop ship, which sounds easy, but it's not. But anyway, so we're all running. It's like a it's pack mentality. Everybody gets together and like you'll hide in a cave or you hide in a tree trunk. You'll hide in a big tree trunk or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> so we're all running and we come to this ravine and I had my flashlight on 
and you and you just watch, and it's just this little like tree you have to walk across bridge, a natural bridge, and you see about thirteen stormtroopers booking it across this one little tree. And <laughs> Which is like, smart because you know you have two <laughs> entrance areas and exit areas, pretty yeah. much. You, I mean, you know these Ewoks can't jump worth anything, but yeah, then then the ship finally shows up, and you have to take off and try to get to the ship and get out of there, but. It sucks. I try to jump on the ship, but every time somebody yeah, they, Ewok comes over there and kills me. They tell the, they have Ewoks have uh, like a a firefly sink slingshot thing in it. Yeah, it burns you or something. Burns, and then they have a <laughs> the best thing. Spear. Things go, they got their spear and the horn that uh, they blow, do, 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 do. and it alerts everybody and lets them see where you're at. So you're like running. Next thing you know, there's a, a ton of horns blowing at you. And then uh, what's that other one? It like gives them extra. Night vision, like it, it sharpens their senses even more, and they can see better. Isn't that what it was, I believe? Yeah, you said I haven't played this Ewok that much, so okay, that's I'll, good to know. I was yeah. wondering why that some of these Ewoks were able to see me. I was getting pissed. Like I think it's the like the RB, you know, your special. Uh, I think I can't remember, but anyway, uh, if you've not played it, I highly recommend it. I don't like to play it a lot. Like you know, a couple matches of it is enough for me. But uh, because it's only on that one map, I'm assuming, uh, one end yeah. of the map. So, uh, but it is fun. It, it's a good laugh. Um, I've been playing some kind of satanic pinball game. Um, it's called Demon's Tilt. I have no idea what's going on in it. The is it instructions, on yes. And I've actually had a lot of fun with it. I'm actually starting to learn what's going on instead of just blindly playing it. But it's it's been fun. Um, and then I was playing that. I'm also uh, every night just playing a little bit of Alien Isolation, kind of working my way through the ship. Finally, the alien got introduced. And why is it that almost any kind of thing with the alien, it's always something to do with the chains hanging down from the ceiling mm-hmm. in a cargo, in, in some in kind of cargo, cargo hold. Mm-hmm. Yes, because that's exactly what happens in this. Uh, but man, it sets the mood very good. That game's scary, and the aliens nowhere around me. And never, then uh, never did play it. And then I'm going through and playing uh, Halo Reach. It got released on Game Pass. Um, it's been, uh, of course, updated. Looks a lot better. But um, I'm playing that on Legendary by myself. I'm playing a level a night and then just focusing on some other stuff. So, but yeah, so much fun. I'm having a good time with that. But other than that, man, everything's been good. Cool. Uh, Let's see. Uh, what I have, uh, I watched a couple movies this week. That's about all I've got, I believe. Uh, still catching up on my comic books. I got about about too many, two months worth, I guess, or something like that. Uh, I still haven't finished them yet. But I also picked up the Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance novel, which is the prequel to Rise of Skywalker. Picks up right after the end of uh, The Last Jedi. Which, by the way, have you seen the giant Twitter uh, debate that has broken out over uh, The Last Jedi in the last couple days? Uh, yeah, I think some of those comments kind of got taken out of, or taken out of yeah. uh, context, but because that'd be pretty crappy with JJ. I think they're trying to do some kind of People, PR stunt, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to go into it right now. Uh, I, as I've said a, a lot, uh, I thought Ryan Johnson's uh, Star Wars was great. The Last Jedi, it was a uh, breath of fresh air for me. So that's all I'm going to get. I'm not going to get into it. But 
uh, I just thought it was funny. It's been a lot of back and forth on that on there. But anyway, um, started the Rise of the Resistance stuff. Picks up right at the end of The Last Jedi. Uh, uh, this is where they actually, I, like I said, I'm only a few chapters in, but uh, it right now it's centered around Poe and uh, uh, what's the squadron's name? Uh, Black, is it Black... The Black, Black squ- Squadron? Black Squadron, I think, yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's right. Somebody will get all over us on that. But anyway, um, it centers around them right now, and they're going out and trying to find people to help them with the resistance because, you know, at the end of that battle, there's basically nobody left except for what few were on the Falcon. Yeah. So anyway... Uh, Black Squadron's gone out, and uh, they've sent two of them to actually recruit Wedge Antilles. Oh, great. uh, One of them's his son-in-law, you come to find out. Yeah, but I have, again, that's about as far as I've gotten so far. I really haven't had a lot of time to read it. So I'm going to try to really dig into it in the next week before the movie. So it's hard to believe that's next Thursday night. Wow. uh, Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, other than that, I sat down the other night and I finally got to watch uh, Ready or Not. Uh, that movie's crazy. Is it? Yes, it's good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, and then I watched John Wick 3, Parabellum. And it was excellent, too. Awesome. Uh, I won't go into too many details on either one of them. Uh, if you've not seen Ready or Not, uh, I... I Man, it's good. Uh, John Wick is John Wick. If you've seen the other ones, it's just more of the same. It's basically a two-hour, just over two hours of nonstop fights for the most part. But uh, Ready or Not is the one about the girl who's married into an ultra-rich family, and on the night of their wedding, they uh, tell her she has to play a game, and the game can be anything. It could be checkers. It could be chess. Uh, one of them had played Old Maid, uh, <clears throat> and her game she gets is Hide and Seek, which turns out to be the worst game. It's like the only game where somebody can die. Uh, oh, fun. <laughs> so she has to hide, and she has to stay hidden till dawn, because uh, so if not, uh, she's going to get sacrificed. What? And, and it sounds dark, but actually ends up being a really funny movie. Uh, it's got some uh, pretty uh, hilarious stuff in it. I won't go any further. It has a couple of really good uh, cringeworthy scenes in it. Uh, nothing too over the top, but uh, uh, I, I liked it a lot. It 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 was uh, the ending of it is uh, pretty over the top. Uh, if you've not seen it yet, I suggest giving it a try. But, uh, is it uh, is it the movie theaters right now? Uh, no, it it was it came out over the summer. Okay. Yeah. And uh, uh, it came out around right around the same time as uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. So gotcha. early summer, I believe it was. Uh, it just came out on uh, Blu-ray and uh, just uh, last few weeks or something like that. I can't remember. I've been meaning to watch it and hadn't got around to it and finally did. So, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I'll check that out. Yeah, you need to watch it. It's good. Let me know what you think. But uh, did you see where there's going to be a John Wick 4? And they Matrix Brothers, coming out at the same time? Yeah, Warner Brothers released all, a bunch of their release dates, and Matrix and John Wick are coming out on the same day. I don't even understand I can't, why. 
can't wow. do that to Keanu. Isn't the new Bill and Ted's coming out next year? Yes, should be out. Well, it's going to be the year of Keanu then. Yeah, every year is the year of Keanu. God bless him. So, you know, he's like a national Sweet treasure heart. now. So He is. Him and Kevin Bacon. The only difference is he doesn't show his junk off and Kevin Bacon, yeah. Bacon does. So, yeah. But that's about yeah. it. <coughs> Excuse me. That's about it for me. Uh, let's get... Let's get into our two regular, regular, I can't talk. Uh, regular. Thank you. Our two uh, reviews for the week. Um, we started with Mandalorian last week, I believe. So let's start with Watchmen this week. Uh, man, uh, the title okay. was A God Walks Into A Bar. What would you think? Literally spelled A-bar, A-B-A-R, yeah. mm-hmm. just like Angela's last name. That's so funny. Uh, wow. A lot of questions got answered. A hey. lot. God. I don't know how they're going to tie everything up because, I mean, there's no other seasons coming up after this. I love the whole love story between John and Angela and how they met. Mm-hmm. It was really good. And the, the gentleman that plays Cal did a really good job playing John. Yeah. Uh, it just was really good. You know, coming to find out that all that stuff on Mars was just a recording, that is very interesting. Well, it wasn't that her kid was playing, well, it makes sense now. The kid was playing with that set. Uh-huh. And then, you know, it was floating in the air. It looks just like the uh, the building that's on Mars. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, just, I just, all these signs were pointing to him being Dr. Dr. Manhattan the entire time. It was right in front of us. Just the whole so. time. Yeah, but you know Manhattan has a—he's a really storied history, though. Um, and I thought they really had <coughs> the character. He's very complex, but at the same time, he's still also a very horny man. And a lot, I guess a lot of that maybe was just being a kid and witnessing sex for the first time, like he did. Um, and that's also was in, ended up—you know—when he was a kid, and it shows him, you know, hiding in um, what back in the 1930s during World War II, whatever they were Jews mm-hmm. hiding from Hitler. And they see the man, the woman of the house. They don't really say what their names are. Um, you know, he sees them making love, and he uses that as the inspiration for the two people that he creates. Um, uh, was it Mr. Peters and Crawshanks, Crushanks, whatever? Uh, yeah. I was trying to get their names right now while you were talking. I didn't do that. Uh, but go, go ahead. But yeah, just the fact that he's the one who made that entire life on Jupiter, on Europa. Um, wow, it was just very interesting. And then he got bored with it. He, them just always constantly adoring him because, you know, he, he was their creator. And then falling for Angela, and then, ugh, it's just crazy. Um, I really liked her in this one, uh, Regina King, Angela A. A- Bar. I liked yeah. her uh, whole art throughout this uh, episode, too. How she was uh, just playing along and not believing, you know. Yeah, like this guy's full shit. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, uh, good. So him making that deal with uh, with Adrian Vike, Ozzy Minus, though, to put that little chip in his head, though, mm-hmm. so that he can't, he can't, he forgets who he is, but he can still use his abilities under duress. I, I love how they threw that in there. Yeah. As they trust the case. That's how he ended up saving Angela uh, from the uh, 7th Cavalry. Exactly. Because we always thought, who was that that saved her? Yep. 
So that was a very interesting uh, thing to see. Um, so it, it, the fact that <laughs> that Ozymandias wanted to go to somewhere where there's utopia, and he wasn't sent there. We you know we originally thought that he was there with against his will, will. and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, thought that was very interesting, but at the same time, he got sick of it. Uh, so when John wakes up, you know, figures what's going on. I love how nonchalant he is about everything. Like, there's more to whatever's going on. He wants to make pancakes or waffles. He just goes up there and starts making waffles. Or yeah. he's, like, walking on water in the pool in the back. You know, the seven cavalry's in the front yard, and <laughs> they're trying to, you know, kidnap him. He's just being so nonchalant, just making making waffles. Okay. Cool, but that was really cool though when she went out there to go take them all on, and then he yeah. saves her. Yeah, and you get to see Doctor Manhattan just you finally kicking get some scene cut yeah. loose. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was so cool. Um, did you also find it interesting that Angela could have started all this? Yeah. So was you it all, all was it all her fault? All yes. this? Yeah. It was. Uh, I hadn't really thought of it like that, you know. Yeah. But another stellar episode, man. Every one of these episodes have been good. Yeah, it's it's going to be sad to see it go. There hasn't, been a, there hasn't been a down episode or just a, uh, not a placeholder episode, but just a, a kind of a laid back. Everything's been, there's always been something just, the, you know, happening all the time. It's, uh, I'm going to miss it when it's gone. And I, I'm re- I really want to see how they wrap this up. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got on that. And I just people just need to watch it. But at the same time, you're gonna love it more. <coughs> read Watchmen, and we talk about this every week. Read Watchmen, read Watchmen, please yep. read Watchmen, and then watch this and take your time watching. It. And I think just watching it the slow drip that we've got to watch it has been very beneficial. I think it's made us enjoy it even more. Yeah, I like. I've said it before. I like the um, the the binge culture that we live in now. Where, you know, thanks to Netflix, we can just go out and watch everything in a week, or not a week, but a, a weekend and be done. But uh, I've really enjoyed having to wait week to week for this. And yeah. I haven't I haven't enjoyed having to wait like this uh, since probably, well, Westworld was another one that I really looked forward to week to week. And um, Game of Thrones around that second, third season in that, mm-hmm. two, well, actually first, like those first three or four seasons were, you know, uh, must watch. Really, I guess it was. All, eh. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. Man, appointment TV, I told you this a couple episodes ago, yeah. appointment TV is the best TV, man. I mean, that's some of the benefits. Just that, <laughs> the endorphins that are released. You know, you're so you're like, oh, I've been waiting for this episode to come out, and the episode's so good. And after that, you're just so pleased, you're like, ah, oh, yes, 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 yes. So I mean, it's it's been I good. Know, I mean, but I mean, I, there's some stuff like uh, Str- Stranger Things is the first thing that comes to mind for me. Um, I I I really enjoy being able to sit down and just watch the whole thing uh, over the weekend and get the whole story now i think that's a show that could benefit from it though man well that's what i'm about to get at too though when i think about it am i sad when it's done yeah because then you're like 
Okay, I started Friday. I finished, say, Sunday morning. Now I have nothing. Now I have to wait three or four years, probably, yeah. before I get another episode. So, <clears throat> But, you know, that's it is what it is. Um, I'm just glad we're getting these shows. I mean, you know. And speaking oh, yeah. of that, let's move on to the next one, uh, The Mandalorian. Uh, Clay, when we talked, you texted and asked if I'd watched it, and I said I had, or no, I was playing, was playing Star Wars, I guess, actually, and said it was uh, nostalgia heavy, and man, were you right. Uh, it was so pretty crazy. What'd you think? Uh, uh, a second, a second straight eh episode. Um, I yeah. come away. I liked the episode before we talked about it. I enjoyed it more than you did. Um, yeah, it was a little slower than what we gotten used to with those first what four? Because this was that. Let's see, that was episode five. Five last week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Because <laughs> in first, I mean, there was there were things to like good in stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm Andy, with you. Andy though. That's what I'm was great. This Andy one was hilarious. This one was the first one. This one was for me what the last one was for you. It was good. I didn't. I don't have any complaints. But at the same time, it was just eh, like you said. You know, it was it was good. But I don't really have nothing really sticks out about the episode other than. Uh, all the nostalgic stuff that they threw in there. <coughs> well, like I said, the uh, last episode was just done so many times, and other it's just another trope. Um, and, and that's ironic, since I've been watching Clone Wars. They did almost the exact same episode. This time, though, it was with four bounty hunters and uh, two Jedi, or three Jedi, to help out a small community against a bunch of pirates that are trying to take advantage of them. Same thing, and I was like, "Oh my God, Dave Filoni, <coughs> did you just do this again?" Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if he wrote that episode. I'd go back and look, but he's been writing a lot of these with Favreau. So, he, yeah, he's done a lot of. Uh, he's been involved with, well, the whole thing, but a lot of these recent episodes. This one he directed. Well, the thing is, I'm hoping that we get back to some more, just bounty hunter stuff. That you know, the mystery that's going around with Yoda and whatnot, because mm-hmm. that's what people really want to see. And they, I mean, I still want to see about his past. These two standalone episodes that just kind of been fillers. They're not doing it for me. And I was just being honest. I mean, I'm just trying to look at this with rose color eyes. The first three episodes were amazing, but now it's starting to kind of be like, okay, guys, let's come on, let's let's do a little bit more here, please. Bring. I hope IG11 or whatever he is on this one's coming back because it was great in that first episode. And plus, you know, you don't want to waste a Kiawati or Watiti, mm-hmm. excuse me. Um, but let's see here. Um, yeah. So yeah, all the fan service. Of course, they go to Tatooine. Uh, for for repairs, you get to see this uh, little service droids from uh, the Phantom Menace, <coughs> the prequels. I thought that was cool. Um, I think it's very funny that Moss Osley now has robots in it. <laughs> yeah. Instead of it being an anti-robot yeah. establishment. Um, that was cool though. That little rookie bounty hunter dude, whatever his name was, the how he was just sitting in Han's chair. Toro. Just kind of. Yeah, I think Toro something, yeah. yeah. Getting to see the, the Tuscan Raiders and how they communicate, that was nice. That's kind of neat, like that. wasn't it? Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> I mean, overall, I mean, it's, it's a, it's, it was shot well. It looked great. Uh, uh, they all do. I mean, we've come to expect that with it. Uh, it was actually kind of 
child light, if you you know what I'm saying. There wasn't too much happening there. Um, he slept some. Uh, the, uh, Amy Sedaris' character took care of him. So, Amy Sedaris was the character of the episode, man. She was so funny. Just, she just seemed like she belonged in the universe. She just does a really good job just kind of filling in that character. So... Um, the whole thing with Fennec, the uh, the assassin that worked for the Huts and worked for the Empire, I'd like to little know more about you know her. Is she completely dead? I don't, well, she looked like she was uh, dead at the end. Ming Na Wen, Wen, that's is her name, uh, and she's in Agents of Shield as well. And right, you know, is this another one and done? Uh, I hope not. I mean, but every one of these big guest stars that they've talked about has been one and done. We haven't seen anybody right. come back because, you know, we was talking about uh, what's-her-name's character last week, and I thought she would become a regular, and which she may be back, so I don't know. It's just getting to be a norm with this. Well, that's the thing, though, and I'm going to give the bit of the doubt. I always will until the season's completely over with, and then I'll judge it as a whole and how mm-hmm. it goes. And the thing is with a lot of TV shows in their first season, a lot of things are just trying to – Kind of figure out, fill out everything. Fill out everything. Yeah, because and that's what I'm going through with Clone Wars right now. I was like, man, I'm never going to watch this cartoon. So I started watching the first season. I was like, man, this is just straight up stupid. But then the second season kicked in, and it got good, man. They actually started filling out like the different Jedi Masters that were appearing yeah. on, you know, each different yeah. episodes. They the had multi-parters. It is rough. Yeah. But now, you know, I've I've just got to see like <clears throat> Obi Wan's like. Love, like his, well, guess past love, the Duchess of Mandalore. Um, and they've been including her in a lot of episodes. Um, just, it's, it, it's just been really good. They had like a zombie episode, um, which was really crazy creepy. And they had a episode where the some of the clone troopers were being taken over um, by some kind of um, insect being, you know, kind of like, uh, what's that maybe called? Uh, invasion of the Body Snatchers, whatever. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, just get back to where I'm getting back. That uh, the point I'm getting at, excuse me, it's just that, yeah, I'm just hoping that this first season, hey, they're just trying to figure things out, and then second season they'll be able to grow from there. So, but I'm hoping to see more. Yeah, I want to see more of what's going on with this mystery. I mean, get back to you know, you, you tease us with all this stuff in the first three episodes. So let's get back to it. So, I didn't realize that uh, when Toro and uh, Mondo. Mando, Mondo, Mando were talking at the table. It's the same one where Han and uh, Greedo got into their little oh, yeah. skirmish. I hadn't put two and two together on that one. So I was kind of looking at that just saying. Uh, um, who was the mysterious person at the end, though? A lot of people were trying to say it's yeah. I don't know. Uh, that would be interesting. That would... That would, I mean, something like a bomb like that, that would be, that would be pretty good. That would get me to be like, all right. There's your tie back into the Skywalker stuff. So, uh, But, yeah, I'm just hoping tomorrow we get a pretty good episode. <laughs> I don't think we get one tomorrow, do we? Do we not? That sucks. I think, I think this is the one because they have the uh, special preview of uh, Rise of Skywalker. Which, by the way, did you see? I haven't watched it. That trailer that they dropped tonight. Did you see people no. talking about that? Apparently, no. it gives away a massive spoiler. What? Yeah. God, stop doing that, people. God. <laughs> well, I think it involves Palpatine, but 
we all already know he's back, you know? So... Uh, it still bugs me how this is going to... Because this is how I feel about this trilogy, this uh, sequel trilogy, is how are we going to judge it after all three have come out, after we've watched it several times all together, back to back to back. Kind of like the prequels. You know, now looking back, it's like, ugh, God, can't can't watch Phantom Menace, can't watch Attack of the Clones. Which, by the way, I'm starting to have a better appreciation for the prequels because of Clone Wars. But it's ironic that it takes no. this cartoon to it takes no. this cartoon to really bring back. Yeah, I'm serious. No. Like it's got me very interested in the Clone Wars stuff, and I never thought I ever would. So the Clone Wars, but not the Attack of the Clones movie, because that's a the what the prequels turd. did. What the prequels did that none of the Star Wars movies done is that they actually did a lot of world building, and you got to give them credit for that because they they did. I mean, a lot of it was CGI, sure. But there was a lot of stuff brought up that they really were able to build upon, and um, I, I yeah I can appreciate that. I but never, yeah, I mean, I never thought I'd hear you say that. Yeah, well, I'm not still I'm still not saying that. Phantom Menace and Attack of Clones are my favorite movies of all time. It sounds like you're saying that now. <laughs> gotta gotta turn them in. Gotta call the police. On nine one one. As long as we talked about these episodes and so on and so forth. Never once have I heard you defend them in that way. I think the movies have been a lot better. Of course, George Lucas didn't direct them. So, I just think he's the problem. He is the issue with those movies. Oh, I mean, so. dialogue-wise, dialogue-wise, definitely. Uh, Someone else should have come second, in there. Especially in the second that one, you know? Man, that yeah. was terrible. Like, don't get me wrong. I love A New Hope, but there's some there's some corny lines in that one. I want to go Tashi Station yeah. get some power converters and a burrito. Let's see. Okay, never mind. So, <coughs> here's the schedule. Uh, we do get an episode tomorrow, and then we get an episode on the 18th, uh, which is, I thought they said they were doing that different. Yeah, on Wednesday. So, we'll get one on Friday and then one on Wednesday. And the one on Wednesday will be the one uh, that has, like, a special little preview for Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And then the final episode's on the 27th, so. All right, well, we'll talk about Mandalorian next Wednesday, then. As always, we'll have to find something else here before too long. We wrap up up Watchmen this Sunday. Uh, I want to talk about it. Three more episodes. Uh, When does Westworld come out? Next year. Gosh, man, that's such a long wait. Man. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, we'll I'm find we're something. not going to have much longer Westworld either, though. I mean, how much more story can you I tell? don't know how much further you can go with it, honestly. Uh, I will see. I mean, that you know, that last trailer, uh, it was a. I mean, you're you're in the real world. Uh, uh, what's her name was still in Westworld, wasn't she? Um, uh, Maybe. Yes. And so, I don't know. I mean, we'll, and we'll talk about so, that another time. Yeah, let's not, even, let's not get started. Let's <laughs> not get started on that one right now. You know, what's the news? What news we got? Well, we're not going to do news first. Uh, we don't talk a lot of trailers, but, man, there were some big trailers that dropped the last few weeks. Man, and that Wonder Woman trailer was dope. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. It was awesome. It well, was, I was going to say badass, but... Um, I was going to save it for last, but since you went ahead and uh, lost it, uh, we'll go ahead and talk about it first. God. 
<coughs> it was dropped during a Comic Con in Brazil, and man, it had it gave me all the right feels. I can't get over how Pedro Pascal it just kills it as Max Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just cheesing it, man. It just looks great when he points to the camera or whatever. Yeah. I was like, this is great. Just the whole, <laughs> I really like the whole how it's going to be a role reversal from the first movie. I don't know how Trevor is back. Um, Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor, excuse me. But um, it's going to be a definitely. A I, I'm sure it has something to do with uh, Maxwell Lord yeah. and the stone he was holding that I can't remember the name of right now. <clears throat> but so you got Pedro Pascal as Max Lord. You got Gal Gadot, of course, returning as Wonder Woman. Uh, Chris Pine's back. I'm ex- I'm interested to see what Kristen Wiig does with Cheetah. Yeah. Now we've seen her, of course. It's Barbara Minerva is Cheetah, but we haven't seen, I don't think I've seen any pictures of Cheetah, actually, as her as Cheetah, so I'm excited to see what she's going to do. I love the music that was playing, uh, full of oh, 80s. Perfect. Um, such a good vibe. Uh, That's how you make a trailer. It, yes. It just... And just it, taking the vibes of the 80s in it, man, it was just, it was great. You get to see her uh, armor from Kingdom Come. The, God, that was awesome. Yeah. So, uh, it comes out June 5th, and if they don't show another trailer, which you know they will, but if they didn't have another trailer come out, I'm good, I'm ready. Uh, I showed my wife, and she said, when does it come out? And I said, June, and she said, it'd be awesome if it come out on my birthday, Come to find out, it comes out on her birthday. Her birthday's awesome. the sixth, so that's a guarantee you get to go to the That's crazy because she loves Wonder Woman so much. Yes. It's awesome. So, uh, I'll definitely watch that with you guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll all load up and go watch that one. It's going to be, well, I don't know, we'll do the twins. Yeah, we'll leave them somewhere. It'll be okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave them in the car. Somewhere. Somebody will take care of them, I'm sure. No, I won't leave them in the car. I'm not sadistic or anything like that. So. <laughs> But what we had that, Wonder uh, Woman, we had, so, man, you're messing up my whole role. But, yes, we can talk about Ghostbusters next. Ooh, man. Uh, I, I think that movie, I think the best thing to do is take it out of New York. Yeah, yeah. I I just, I like the whole feel of it. I was, I've been excited for it. I just wasn't sure what it was going to, you know, what they were going to do with it. But, uh. And I'm still not exactly sure what's going on. Of course, you've got the little girl who's uh, Egon's... Uh, Me, or his granddaughter? Granddaughter. Uh, I thought it was real cool when he uh, he had the Ecto-1 out, and they were driving, he was driving through the cornfield and all that stuff. Uh, excited to see Paul Rudd. Let me go down through this cast. It's got a pretty good cast, or actually a really good cast in it. you got Carrie Coon. Oh, uh, man, she's awesome. McKenna Grace. Uh, Paul Rudd, Bill Murray. Of course, you got all the originals except for Harold Ramis coming back. Well, and Rick Moranis. And Rick Moranis, apparently. He just won't come back. Living off that, honey, I started the kids' money, man. Exactly. He, don't need that. He, he don't need nothing else no more. Why do I need to do anything else? I made honey, I, I started the kids. And Strange like, Brew. I made eight different sequels to the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids series. I ain't got to do shit. But... Let's see. You got all the Finn Wolfhard from uh, Stranger Things is in it. 
course, Annie Potts, Gurney Weaver, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, so on and so forth. But, man, I just felt good watching it. I, you know, I was worried about how it was going to come off when they first said they were making it. Uh, I was excited that it was Jason uh, Reitman, who's Ivan Reitman's son, is the director, and Ivan Reitman is the producer on it. So... Kind of crazy that a bunch of a whole generation of kids don't really know about what's no going idea. on in New York. Yeah, but at the same time, uh, it's what thirty years, right? Yeah, and there there was no more ghost sighting since then, right? <coughs> right. Got right. from the trailer, so so yeah, that's pretty cool. Looks good. Uh, comes out July. Uh, well, it says here expected to come out around July tenth. They haven't put a firm release date on it, so we'll see. Uh, looking forward to that. Now that I do look forward to another trailer. Uh, last week, I meant to talk about two movies and forgot. Uh, the first one is uh, Black Widow. Uh, really excited for this. I, uh-huh. I was I liked I liked the route they're taking with it. I've heard some people complaining about it not being truly a story about her past because it's set in between Civil War and uh, uh, whichever one come after Civil War but it's set right after Civil War and she gets to meet up with the rest of her family and I I don't know about you but I was cracking up is there not a finer actor these days than David Harbour when he when they get him in the right role yeah man I was cracking up as him his Red Guardian stuff so, <laughs> uh, I agree though. Yeah, it was a good trailer, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Anything new in the Marvel universe, yeah. I'm always looking forward towards. I so. think some people are complaining because it's uh, not moving forward; we're moving backwards, you know. But um, I'll take anything with uh, Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow in it. Uh, yeah, I was trying to figure out. You know, we talked about it before. Uh, the second Black Widow, the blonde one. I never could remember her name, but it's still. Yelena was her name. Ah, gotcha. The one I think I she came around in like the. Didn't she come out of Marvel Knights? I'm she not, did. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, Florence Pugh is Yelena. David Harbour is the Red Guardian. Uh, Rachel Wise is Melina Vostokov, I guess. Uh, of course, there's rumors that Robert Downey Jr. is going to make an appearance. Uh, William Hurt is back as Thunderbolt Ross. Um, and I thought there's somebody else in the, Well, it doesn't say who plays the Taskmaster, but he's in it as well. I did not like what the Taskmaster or Taskmaster looked like, by the way. Did you see his on the, costume? On the motorcycle? Ugh. Ugh. Give him the damn skull mask, please. Just, well, we'll see. I mean, that was just one shot, so, you know. I know. Totally being a geek right there about it. But, yeah, I was just like, man, come on. I don't know. It looks you good. Can, you can still make it look contemporary yeah. and realistic, but yeah. why you got to cut that out? So, Well, I mean, if you did, if you read comics and you know the Taskmaster from the comics, it's such an iconic look that he has. Oh, yeah. So, but, yeah. Excited for this one. It'll be here before too long, actually, Clay. It comes out May 1st. Be here before you know it. Wow. And then from there, we got uh, the new James Bond, No Time to Die. have no idea what's going on in it, but all I know is that the um, uh, Dr. Chick from the uh, previous from movie, Spectre, Spectre, is in it. Yeah. 
You know, Spectre catches a lot of flack. I like Spectre. Uh, it, it does make me want to go back and watch all the Daniel Craig ones from, you know, Casino Royale on. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I haven't watched them in a long time, and I always uh, considered Quantum of Solace the weakest of all of them. Well, but, it was during that time when they had the rider strike, and so yeah. that well, suffered quality-wise. Yeah, it was. it's definitely the weakest, though. So, But I'd like to go back and watch it now and just watch them all. <sighs> Because I think it's just a, you know, it's more of a continuation of Casino Royale mm-hmm. than anything. So, but anyway, uh, I like the action in this. Uh, they had some good one-liners in it, like when the uh, the new Double O agent is talking about uh, shooting him in his knee, and she's like the good one and all that stuff. <laughs> so, or when he's uh, he goes up to the dude at the window and he's like, you know, what's your name? He's Bond, and the guy just looks at him and he goes. James Bond. <laughs> Good stuff in there. Uh, oh, okay. Excited for that. Um, of course, uh, Blowfield's back. Um, let me go down through here and see who all we got in this. Uh, uh, Rami Malek is playing the uh, bad guy. A lot of people are saying it's going to be Dr. No. Uh, they've got him listed as, listed as uh, safe in, in this one. So, Anna, Anna Diarmas is... Uh, Paloma, and that's how they said it. Her name from the last one. I think, I think Doctor Paloma. I th- yeah, that sounds right. But anyway, uh, of course, Ralph Fiennes is back. Christopher Waltz is back. Is Blowfield? I don't know how long, but you know they had that nice little tense encounter in the preview, so it looks good. Uh, I'm always on board for a good James Bond flick. Went back and watched uh, Her Majesty's Secret Service actually the other day. Such a good movie. It is. I agree. It gets a lot of flack. It gets a lot of flack. James Bond in it, but undeserved. You know, I thought George Lazenby was a good James Bond, and that story's awesome. Well, and the story how he, he got the part is pretty funny too. Yeah. So. But then from there, we got one other one caught my eye, and it's this um, free guy with Ryan Reynolds. Have you seen this? Yeah, he plays like a uh, NPC, yeah. non-playable character, like in a video game, but. It's in a movie. It figures out that it's a video game and hijinks ensue. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be any good or not, but you know, it looked kind of funny. I like Ryan Reynolds. So, oh, thinking back, by the way, the guy that's directing uh, the new James Bond movie, though, Kerry Fukunaga. Fukunaga. Yeah, what else was it he did? Yeah, he the first season of True Detective, which yes. is amazing. Yes, the best. Yeah. Season, the best season. Of yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go back to it. You're all right. <laughs> uh, this is directed by Sean uh, Levy, and he's part of the Stranger Things group. Oh, yeah, great. Uh, Takia Watiti is the villain. Uh, he looked pretty funny in it. Uh, who else? Is Nobody else I know right off the top of my head there. But I don't know. It looked funny. I just wanted to bring it up because I wasn't expecting it. I hadn't really heard anything about it. Then I watched the trailer. I mean, it's Grand Theft Auto, basically, is what you're looking at. Right, Grand Theft Auto, the movie. <laughs> With an NPC player as the lead, so uh, I don't know. I'll probably check it out. We'll see. Uh, any other movies caught your eye or anything before we roll over into news? Uh, not right now, man. Yeah, we're getting there, though. It's going to start. We'll start hitting once we get on the other side of uh, Rise of Skywalker. We'll uh, start hearing even more. I did see where uh, they showed test or showed footage of 
Kong versus Godzilla at that same uh, Comic Con that they dropped really? the Wonder Woman. Yeah, they did. They got pushed back. It got pushed back, but they had some footage that they brought. Um, it didn't. Uh, of course, they haven't released it, but you know how it is. There's all kinds of shaky cam footage that got out. I didn't watch it because it wasn't worth trying to, you know, get a migraine trying to figure yeah. out what's going on. But they said <laughs> Kong's now full size. He's as big as uh, Godzilla is, and they said the fight was pretty ridiculous. What what little they showed of it. Cool. So pretty excited about that. But anyway. Uh, moving on, we got a little bit of news to go through. We'll probably just kind of breeze through it. Uh, first up, uh, this is from IndieWire. Caught my eye last week because I am a huge Mad Max fan. Uh, George Miller is prepping uh, sequel to Fury Road. Uh, won't come out. It'll be a little bit because he's actually getting ready to start up his next movie, but he said that uh, the sequel would definitely be his next movie. So I am excited. Same. Can't we, wait. I mean, I'm sure, like, I read articles where he's pretty much wrote backstories for everyone, even the dude in the guitar. What was his name? Uh, do, the Doof Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, so, yeah, I love uh, the whole universe. It's fun. Yeah, he actually talks about that a little bit in this article. I won't go into it, but, you know, he's he said he had envisioned uh, this new Mad Max as being a trilogy, and then he also wanted to do that Furiosa uh Standalone movie, which uh, I would yeah. pay pay to watch too, because uh, uh, that Fury Road I was excited for, but when it come out, I wasn't prepared for how much I was going to like it and how good it was. Because uh, oh man, it's just a it's such a freaking thrill thrill ride from start to finish. Love it. Didn't we watch that together? We did. That's what I was thinking. So, anyway, uh, moving on from there, Clay, I pulled this one for you because I knew you were a big, were you, were you I, I think you were a big Bioshock fan, weren't you? Yeah, I played uh, Bioshock, the original, and I played Bioshock Infinity. I have mm-hmm. not played Bioshock 2, um, which, ironically enough, I do have <coughs> this sitting on my hard drive to play again. They've been remastered, so I was going to try to play through all three of those here hopefully next year so. I played the first Bioshock a little bit never played the second I actually finished the uh, third one Infinite uh, enjoyed it quite a bit uh, but they are uh, making a new Bioshock game oh, it's, yeah I've heard about that and I, mm-hmm. I, mean, I know that Ken Levine or Levine is not going to be no, having anything to do with is, it uh, so. it's being developed by a new studio uh, Cloud Chamber this is from IGN by the way I don't know how I feel about that. So Really not a lot to say about it other than they've announced it. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know either. I, I don't know how on board people will be. I guess you just have to wait and see what the game looks like, really. Yeah. And listen, I mean, it, it's, it's hard. That's some tough shoes to fill. I mean, the first Bioshock... It's one of the. It's probably one of my top ten games of all time. I mean, it, it's such a fun game. Um, Infinity was mind blowing, just story wise. It was very, I don't know, made you think a lot. Um, and the gameplay, phenomenal mm-hmm. in all those games, man. Um, like I said, I hope to play the second one, the, the they, sequel to Bioshock. Uh, it's the uh, is by all accounts, it's the weakest of the three. Um. They don't really go into too much detail. They do say they uh, Levine is not affiliated, but um, 
some of the But he people. wasn't affiliated with the sequel either, with the second one. He, he, he wasn't was the second lead. one, but he was right. the, on Infinity. Infinity. Yeah. Yeah. Or she's on Infinite, not Infinity. Big difference. Uh, but he, let's see, so it says the cult, Cloud Chamber has, I'm going to butcher this dude's name, Hoagie De, Hoagie, Hoagie <laughs> De La Plante. Ah, cre- delicious. <laughs> Creative director after previously working on Bioshock 1 and 2. Uh, Scott Sinclair is art director. Uh, role he had on both Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. And Jonathan okay. Felling as design director. And he was the creative, he was the art team creative director on Bioshock Infinite. I also know that, um, I forgot his name. There's another guy, I can't his name slips my mind all of a sudden, uh, who worked on the original Bioshock and Infinite is going to be on the, uh, be on this project too. So, I mean, it's not like they're going in with a it bunch seems, of fresh faces, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, right. It seems like it's in good hands. So I, I feel good. Now maybe. We've Infinite heard that before. Me. We've heard that before though with some games. So, uh, and I'm not going to knock them. I mean, till we see it, you know, there's no point. I'm not going to say anything. So, uh, as long as they don't put any uh, multiplayer in it, I, I just don't see Bioshock as being a multiplayer game. That's another. And the one second one had the multiplayer too. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I never did play it, but I'm just th- those games are are kind of like uh, Wolfenstein. Uh, they're not meant to be. Well, the new Wolfenstein games, I should say. Oh man, those new Wolfenstein games are good. Except for that Young Blood, which I still haven't played. That they uh, has multiplayer, but I heard it was not that good. Surprisingly, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, I just want to throw that out there for you because I knew you were. Oh, thank uh, you, fan. So sweet of you. Uh, just real quick, I want to hit on this because it's a ridiculous number. Uh, Disney becomes the first studio to surpass ten billion dollars in worldwide box office. Oh hell, the mouse. That's before the end of the year. We haven't even got to Star Wars yet, so uh, I, it's crazy to think that they've done that much in a year. Of course they I own, think, but you think it's crazy, but then when you think about all they own, it's really not that yep. surprising. Uh, Avengers did two billion, over two billion, almost three billion. Lion King did one point six. Captain Marvel did one point one. Toy Story. Four did one, Aladdin did one, so it's uh, I mean it's pretty easy to see why. So, but anyway, I just want to throw that out there because that number just blows my mind. Ten billion dollars in a year. That's uh, crazy. So, uh, my daughter gave me ten bucks the other day for being a good dad. I get back to her, but that's about <laughs> all I got. Uh, pull this one for you too, Clay. Um, I know you're a huge Resident Evil fan. And uh, Man. they've been rumbling about this for a while. <clears throat> Resident Evil 3 remake remake confirmed. God. Uh, it has a release date. So uh, quick. April 3rd, 2020. Uh, what do you think? Every time I think of Resident Evil 3, I just think of the terrible... Uh, movie. Which, one, <laughs> uh, which one was that? Resident Evil. That was the second one. Was it Apocalypse? I'm trying to think of the uh, name of it. Oh, I can't... Was it Apocalypse, maybe? But anyway, that terrible nemesis going around. Stars! Stars! So I thought it was very quick. Like, the the remake of uh, Part 2 came out January. By the way, I can't believe it came out in January. It's been that quick. 
But uh, it was excellent. I've been meaning to go back and play it as Claire. I played it through as Leon, but it was excellent. So I guess I'm not surprised because the third game takes place in between two and well, in between the second one. Actually, there's bits and pieces. Yeah, it takes place during the second game. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So I guess they just probably had a lot of things already built from the second game. They just added to the third game. Um, but, dude, that that's one of my favorite games of the year was that. So I'm really looking forward to Part 3. And I love the original Part <coughs> 3. That was such a fun game to play. So they've done one – well, they've done them all numerous times. But Well, one was redone for the GameCube, and that's pretty much what has what been used since then. And but those have the controls where you're pretty much driving right. a tank. But they and did that. I can't play those anymore, man. Like the controls are just so terrible. Yeah. Arcade. Uh, it's, uh, but they did that. They just did two. Now they've done three. Uh, do you think they're going to do four? Do they need to do four? No, they, they need to do Code Veronica. That's next what I was. This one. That's Code Veronica what was in my one. head, but I was just wondering because I've heard some other uh, people talk about it and. Nobody ever brings up Code Veronica. Everybody goes straight to 4 and whether or not they should redo 4. Well, Code Veronica was originally supposed to come out for PlayStation 2, but mm-hmm. because of, the, of a contract dispute, um, Resident Evil said that – because I think they were going to release a third one for Nintendo or for something else. I, I, they were going to release it for something for another system entirely, which ended up being the Dreamcast. But, the so they CDI said that – well, they said that you can only release the Resident Evil 3 because you've released Part 2, so it has to continue on on PlayStation. So they had mm-hmm. something to contract about that. So they didn't want Code Veronica, which <laughs> Code Veronica ended up being probably the best Resident Evil I ever played besides, well, well, Code Veronica's it. So. Four? You like it better than four? Four's good. I like seven. Seven's really good. Mm-hmm. Seven. I almost bought seven the other day when it was on sale. Man... So, but you need to actually give it time to play it. I mean, it's good. Yeah, that's it's, what everybody says. It's scary good. I mean, going to first person really did help the that helped that game out a lot. So, yeah, I've heard that a lot. So. It's scary. Like it, it, was, it messed with me, man. I was like, man, this is this is messed up stuff. So, but uh, I just want to throw that out there for you too. I've been nice to you this week, Clay. I gave you all kinds of good news stories. Thank you. I really appreciate so, you. Know, it. So you got my you. Mad Max. You got your Bioshock and your Thank you. Resident Evil and stuff. Yeah. <coughs> so uh, that does it for news this week. Uh, pretty good bounce. Uh, probably the biggest thing though still is the Xbox stuff that we talked about at the beginning of the episode. Woo! Hot off the presses. So there's that. Um, we actually are going to do a main event finally this week. I feel up to it. Uh, it's been a few weeks now since we've done one, between travels and sickness and so on and so forth. But uh, uh, keeping in uh, keeping up with our ongoing Star Wars theme that we've been going through all month, uh, I pulled out. I thought it'd be fun. They had an article that had the top ten best Star Wars movie <laughs> moments. Uh I thought we'd run down through these and see if we agreed with them or not. Yeah, I saw that article. I, I, like, I don't uh, agree with them all at all. But uh, let's get started here. We'll start with number 10. I think this one is 
probably higher on my top ten. I don't know. Uh, Vader's Rampage and Rogue One. Uh, yeah. They Man, I, I freaked out about that. that was I jumped out of moment. my seat, and I'm pretty sure everybody in that theater with us jumped out of their seat, too. When he throws that guy up yeah. against the ceiling, yep. and then he ends up, his lightsaber coming out and cutting him in half. <coughs> yeah, I really crazy. need to watch that again. It's been a long time since I've watched Rogue One all the way through. Uh, but, yeah, I think that'd be higher on mine. Uh, number nine, they've got the Rey and Kylo Ren uh, versus the Praetorian Guards in The Last Jedi. Oh, boy. That was a good fight. Yeah. Uh, that's probably about right for me. If I don't know. I don't know if I... I don't even know if it actually... I think that's the only really amazing thing that happened in the sequels. The sequel trilogy, right? I mean, I don't really... Uh, I, well, when I'm thinking about them, I really like that... Uh, uh, fight that they had in the snow in the Force Awakens where you first see her pull the lightsaber to her. Yeah, um, that's cool, but I mean, as a... Oh, it's a different, like, but it's a whole different thing compared yeah. to this fight scene. So, but yeah, this is probably the most all-out lightsaber action that we've gotten so far. Although I think we may top that in the next one. Uh, let's see, number eight. Leia kills Jabba. Uh, yeah. It's alright. It's pretty yeah. neat, but I don't know if it would be in my top ten moments. I saw that, and I was like, that's kind of, eh. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's good. I'm, I mean, I'm we know Leia's a badass, yeah. period. I mean, that just makes her seem more badass than yeah. she already is, but top ten of all time? Eh. Uh, number seven, Obi-Wan's uh, death. Uh, yeah, I can see why it's on here. I don't know if it's that high for me or what, but, you know. Uh, it's pretty and a shocking moment. thing, sure. I mean, but the thing is, you've got that feeling he's going to die. I mean, if you've never watched Star Wars and you see the old you can mentor, see it that, yeah, you can see yeah. It. they're leading up to that. Oh yeah, Master of Evil, Darth. Yeah. Okay, number six, the first Death Star explosion. I don't really agree with this one. It was neat, but I mean, you know, it was just an explosion. These are, I didn't. I must have read through it pretty quick because I don't remember that being on there. Wow. Yeah. I would say the second. Did they have the second one on there, the second Death Star? No. Uh, number Well, the five. second one because them going inside the Death Star. Them going inside, that was always like the awesome crazy thing. where they were fighting through there and everything. I still remember because they get the, the satellite dish knocked off the Falcon and stuff when they're going through. Uh, it's him. Of course, <clears throat> it was Lando and you had Wedge as his wingman. That was awesome. Uh, number five is uh, Vader's turn against Emperor Return. Uh, it's well, pretty, they it's started a bit, adding the no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a big that? moment, uh, but again, I mean, that's another one that you no. see coming. Uh, let's see, number four, the start of the Duel of Fates from the fans. <clears throat> I would say, shoo, man. This should. Uh, I can almost put it higher, honestly. Uh, I can. I. I mean, I can picture it right now that the the door opening and the music playing. Da, da, you know, all, and da, that, da, of course, part of that could be where we've been playing Battlefronts too. And anytime you're playing as Darth Maul, <laughs> that song's playing the whole time. But well, it's because we never got you know shown something so cool. Yeah, I mean, the, a, look was at a, the lightsaber battles verse in the old trilogy versus yeah. the prequel trilogy. I mean, the, the, the Jedi were pretty much like Olympic gold medalist gymnasts. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
stuff that they were doing. Um, I almost, I don't know. I don't know if it'd be number I, one, but like uh, I can put it higher. Uh, number three is one of my favorites, uh, the I Love You scene from Empire Strikes Back, right before he gets put in carbonite. And the fact that he did that off the top of his head. Yeah. It's just so awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, that's one of my favorites. That always tugs on my heart, man. It's so perfect, so smooth, so Han Solo-esque. A a perfect scene and a perfect movie. If you watch the the original, not the special edition. So even in the the special edition, that movie's still. (laughs) Where the Emperor's literally winking at the audience. Like, I'm just pretty much much just spoiled that for you. Wink, wink. Yeah. Like, thanks. Douchebag. Yeah, I'd forgotten all. I still can't believe we forgot about that when we was talking about that other show. Yeah. Uh, now, this one I don't understand at all. Well, no, it's not. Uh, Binary Sunset and A New Hope. That's when you first see uh, Luke when he comes out. I, that's not a moment for me. I mean, yeah, you uh, see. I know why they have it on here, but for me, it's not a top ten Star Wars moment. And well, I well, I mean, it is kind of iconic, though. I mean, I know that's what I'm saying. I understand why it's on there. I wouldn't put it that high at all for me. It's just okay. there's just there's just moments for me that are like bigger than that. I understand what they're saying and how much it means, but you know. Anyway, uh, number one, of course, is the "I Am Your Father" scene. Which at this point's ruined if you've watched the earlier astro- asteroid belt scene with it yeah. shows up. But anyway, uh, I can still just that blows my mind still. I, it doesn't, but you know what I'm saying. I can still remember it blowing my mind as a kid. That like you're like, what? Wait a minute. So That's these are the moments cool. this person came up with. Like, are they are they dumb? Like. No, I tell you, pulling his lightsaber out to fight Dooku, dude, that was pretty pretty big. Even though I yeah. hate that movie, I can remember all of us in that theater. There was six <laughs> everybody, eight, everybody later, clapping, everybody stood yelling. up and yelled and cheered the whole time. That is a moment because you is... had waited, you had waited through all these movies to finally see Yoda actually fight, and you get it. Yoda literally taking off his proverbial belt, yeah. whipping some ass, man. But you got that. And another moment that always stuck with me was when Luke went into the uh, cave on Dagobah and Ooh, yeah. fights the Vader, you know, cuts the helmet, the face of the helmet comes off, and it ends up being Luke and all the foreshadowing and all that stuff. Also, um, no uh, Anakin Obi-Wan fight, by the way. Wait. Uh, you talking about in Revenge? Yes. If I was going to put anything in Revenge, it'd be at the end when he's yelling Padme's name. Padme, <laughs> I, I, I forgot the milk. I, I, you forgot the milk on right now. No, no. Uh, man, screw that. Me and Padme down a broken heart. So dumb. Now, for real though, that fight man, between Anakin and Obi-Wan, you felt that, oh, man. Oh, good, yes. Yeah. Best thing about the movie by far. And the fight, well, the fight over Coruscant was pretty good, too. It was. It was, I'm, pretty, it it was, was really I'm just saying. Oh, the opening on it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people get a hard time, actually. I enjoyed the uh, the uh, Grievous and Obi-Wan chase scene and all that. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't a terrible movie. I, I'm mad enough to admit it. Of those prequels, that by far the best one. So, any other moments that stick out for you that they didn't mention? Man, I'll talk my head. I mean, those are the three I wrote down, though. It was just 
Yoda using his lightsaber for his time and how awesome that was. But yeah, definitely, man, being in, that's the coolest thing as a kid, though, <laughs> when you watch the Jedi, is going inside the Death Star to blow it up. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. That's the I mean, you know, I've gotten to do that a couple of video games, and that's so awesome. You know well, what, what about the what about the the moment when they see the walkers on Hoth? That was that's, exa- that's exactly what I was about to say. The exact same thing. That is a huge moment. As a kid, I can still remember. You know, he's looking in his binocs and stuff, and you see that foot come down. And you're like, oh my gosh, what are we about to see? Or the uh, space monster that the Millennium Falcon comes out of. I mean, that's pretty cool. That yeah. again, that's that's world building. That's okay. So now Star Wars has like these weird worms that live in asteroids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty nice. Um, that's the thing, though. It's hard for me to really think of incredible moments in the sequel series besides. In Force well, Awakens? Well, let's, well, the Force Awakens, I would say when the Starkiller base, I really will, the thing is, I really like the music during that, when the Starkiller base fires and it destroys all those uh, uh, For planes. me, for me, uh, and it probably is a top ten now that I think about it, uh, when, uh, you know they were coming back, but when you see Han and uh, Chewie for the first time. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the one too. That's um, I mean, that still gives me chills. I mean, Obviously, we knew it was going to happen. Uh, you can't keep that secret, but, I mean, that's a big moment. You've waited all these years. Uh, uh, the Last Jedi, probably the biggest moment for me in that one is when Luke is standing on Kryat. Kryat? Was it Kryat? I can't remember how Crate. Crate, thank you. And he's looking down the... Uh, AT-ATs or whatever version they are of them. I can't think of it right now. And Brandon gets up and goes to the bathroom. That's probably <laughs> my number one moment. Um, also from The Last Jedi, when Holdo <laughs> decides to hyperspace the ship through yeah, the biggest ship we've lot ever people, seen in Star Wars history. A lot of people give that whole scene flack, but I love it. Um, I, you know, she sacrificed herself for them to get a chance to get away, and that was a crazy scene still. Because it gets quiet. Yeah. Like, it, and, and I don't uh, care. You can sit there and tell me that you don't like that movie, which is fine, but if you didn't get quiet and just just sit there, you know, hear a pin drop, there's something wrong yep. with you because, like, you're like, oh, my gosh. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, you know, another moment for me in that one is a little subtle one. Uh, when the boy on the casino planet force pulls the broom to him, mm-hmm. you know, and lets everybody know that you don't have to be a Skywalker to be a Jedi. Right. I agree. Yeah, I mean, those, like I said, I just, I don't know, we'll see what this new movie holds when it comes to big moments, you know? Yeah. It'd be really interesting. interesting. I mean, I got, faith, I got faith in J.J. Abrams. He's one of my favorite directors. I know he's going to do good. Uh, you know, so I'm excited. We'll, uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot to say after it's over. So, uh, that's it. Nothing else, Clay, that just pops up. I can't really, I, right now, I can't think of nothing else that just stands out. I was trying to think in return, other than, like you said, that one part where they're flying. I don't know, that whole space battle, Akbar dying, or not dying, Akbar didn't die in that one. Um, I got that mixed up, but uh, that whole space battle, uh, it's a trap. That's one of my favorite moments. <laughs> <laughs> we Lando's like, uh, wait a minute, unless 
Unless the... It's a trap! I don't know. This isn't like an all-time moment. I'll say this and I'm done. But, like, there's something about that scene. They're trying to get the, the doors open to shut down the, the shield on Endor. And Leia's been shot. And Han's there. And, of course, R2, had, you know, he'd gotten blown off of the off the panel. And here comes that ATST. And, you know, you think it's over, and then Chewie and the two Ewoks pop out. And you're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. There's just something about that part. Cracks me up still. But that's it. That's it for me. Uh, it's always good memories going back and thinking about Star Wars. I've been going through trying to watch the ones leading up to it. Your favorite one being B. Arthur and the Christmas special, though, right? Uh, I'm trying to find that so that if we get together before we watch. Um, Please don't. Before we watch the Rise of Skywalker, we can watch the holiday special because it is the holidays. So it's true. Because you know, I've been going back through all my old VHS tapes and stuff. Uh, my my boss at work, they had an old CD VH or CD a DVD VHS player that they didn't need, uh, and I said I'll take that thing. And so <laughs> I'll take yeah, it up here. Yeah. I get, oh, yeah. yeah, that's fine. I've been no needing one anyway. I got all kinds of old. I found my. Uh, uh, best of the Japanese Crocodile Deathmatch wrestling tape and Cactus Jack King of the uh, Deathmatch uh, cassette tape and I found my copy of ECW when they come to Heidelberg's Pavilion No way! in Putville uh, in 99 yep I got it too, so I was pretty excited. You could probably see a young play there, though. Junior and high you school. See a, you being see a, spray with beer from Sandman. Well, it's the same time that they get me on camera, too. I'm on there. We, we need to sit down and watch it sometime. But anyway. I will freak I when I'm like, oh my God, there I am. <laughs> that's me. But anyway, moving on. Uh, that's it for that. the main event. I had a good time. Uh, looking forward to more Star Wars talk as we get closer. Um, from there. By the way, can we talk about very quickly, I saw on the message board, let's stop with the viewing order of Star Wars. Just start with the old, then go to the prequel, and then watch the sequels. I hate this convoluted crap where people want to, like, throw in Rogue One, want to throw in Solo. Somebody, what, what one article one, says about putting it in the Mandalorian? Like, no. Yeah. Stop it. Um, the one, I've never understood the, the one where you put... Um, Revenge of the Sith in the middle of the... I um, know. Stop it with the whole... Oh, it's great. I it yeah. Some people had it, like, right before Return of the Jedi, so you could see, like... <laughs> That's what it is. Right after you find out that he's his father, yeah. then you go back uh, and watch Revenge of the Sith and... No, stop no. it. Yeah. Really, you just don't watch them. Save yourself some time. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I'm a traditionalist, too. Um, when my... When Ella Kate gets ready to watch them, I will watch the originals and then the prequels and then the new ones. And maybe. there's a whole generation of kids that grew up with the prequels, man. That's right. their Star Wars. It's like the old one is our Star Wars. And so Which I feel sorry for those kids to have that. <laughs> you know. I hate you. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just, you know. But right. anyway, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Almost, just watching the way they were intended to be. There's no need to get them all 
confused. Uh, the only thing I could say, I will say this, is I could watch Rogue One before I watch The New Hope just because I like that movie that much. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Solo, I don't even know. Where, I guess you just put Solo before all of them. Well, not all of them. Where would Solo go? I guess after three sometimes. It, it'd have to go after three. So what would you do? You'd do like three and then Solo and then Rogue One and then... I, I'm still cracking up the guy that loves Watto. That Watto was his favorite character on the message board. I give you credit to that, my friend. Okay, all right. That's a very random character to really like. You know, I like Shmi Skywalker, my favorite character, you know. Got knocked up somehow. You know, doesn't know who the dad is. You know. Could be the milkman, who knows? Had to be the milkman. Always the milkman. But on that note... Let's roll on into emails for this week. We've got a couple this week. Uh, first up, we got one from Josh uh, with subject line, Ho, Ho, Ho. If you could only eat one cereal ever again, which one would it be and why? What is your favorite Star Wars character that only appears in a single movie, episodes one through eight only? Josh. All right, Clay. One cereal, what would it be? got to pick one. Just one. Gosh. Oh, man. Captain Crunch. Boom. There you go. Don't even have to say anything. You and the Captain make that's it happen. Right. That's all you need is Captain Crunch. I mean, seriously. And I'm not talking about, like, the generic no. cereals, like, you know, no. General Nash or yeah. Yeah. or Colonel Mash'em Up or whatever. Yeah. No, I want Captain Crunch. Yes, it's got to be the Captain Admiral something, I don't know, another Admiral Alabaster. Okay, so. Whatever. Okay, so you got Captain Crunch, but would you would you uh, go with regular Captain Crunch, Crunch regular Berries, Crunch. or no. Peanut Butter? No. No Peanut Butter, no Crunch Berries. Just straight up Captain Crunch. Yep. Okay. Cut I can the take roof that. of my mouth all day long, baby. That's right. I'm with you. Uh, that was going to be mine, too. I thought about Fruity Pebbles for a minute, but then they just get too soggy sometimes. Oh, it was a little like fish food anyways. Yeah. yeah. Well, why so, are you eating fish food? That's okay. Same cereal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty good. Uh, one character, or what's your favorite character that only appears one in a single movie? In the I don't movie. know, Slicious Crow, maybe? He's <laughs> pretty funny. He laughed at everything. I used to hate that dude. You know who mine is? Now that you said that, I'm going to stick with the Return of the Jedi theme, too. And I'm going to go with the the Rancor Creek Keeper who cries after yeah. he gets killed. That dude cracks ah, me up. He's just emotional there moment. crying nonstop. I know. And I'm, Still for and him. As a kid, I'm laughing nonstop. So I look at that dude. He's like crying. <laughs> what an idiot. But now, now I understand his pain. It's okay. I'm with you, but that's not. We all had a pet. You know, pets are our friends. Um, but uh, seriously, maybe maybe Bosk from Empire, uh, the bounty hunter, uh, just because yeah. uh, I, he was always neat. His look was ooh, neat. Ooh, dude, knee numb. Yep. That's all he does. He just laughs the entire time when he's Porkins. Porkins. No, no, oh, I'll be all right. No, <laughs> rapple, rapple. <laughs> By the way, South Park also uh, That's saw the uh, season ender 
which is pretty funny because uh, <laughs> they make it rain cocaine <laughs> for Christmas time. <laughs> but uh, we'll leave it at that. But they did mention uh, the newest episode of Star or the Mandalorian and how it's not been good the past two episodes. <laughs> good on them. It has yeah. been slow, but we've talked about that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next up, we got one from Glenn. He says, "What's up?" He says, "Have you oh. got have you got to see any of the new Harley Quinn cartoon?" I caught the first episode, and it's very much like someone decided to make an adult, extremely violent version of the '90s Batman cartoon. The most exciting part, though, might be that Alan <laughs> Alan Tudyk voices the Joker. <laughs> if you haven't, if, why'd you pause? Like you should just say Alan Tudyk. Sorry. You literally just said two dick. God, man, what's wrong with you? If you if you've seen it, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Hope you guys are feeling better, Glenn. Glenn, I am feeling better. I still got a little bit of a cough. I cannot shake, but I feel three thousand times better than what I had. Yeah, uh, I feel eight thousand times better. I appreciate Clay, have, that, you, have you seen the previews or anything for this? No, did Bruce Tim do like the uh, animation art stuff? With I, I don't know. I haven't got to either. It's on the. Uh, DC Universe or the DC Online thing. I can't remember the name of it. Um, I did see a post somewhere that it was that you could watch the first episode for free right now. And I meant to go back and watch it because I've always been a big Harley Quinn fan. Uh, looking forward to Birds of Prey. But honestly, I have not got to watch this yet. Interesting. <clears throat> um I will say though, uh, you said the. Bruce I mean, I Tim love Batman. that. If it's yeah, if it's just like hmm. the Bruce Tim Batman, I said I mean, I'll yeah. watch it. They do have uh, Batman Beyond, the entire uh, series on sale on Amazon right now on Blu-ray. I can't remember how much it is, but I saw that the other day. Such a surprising good show. Yeah, you got to stick with it. I had a hard time getting through the first few episodes, but then yep. it really takes off too. So uh, that's it for emails. Uh, I had posted on here or on the group page, Clay, that uh, we were recording tonight because we didn't get to last night. And uh, Glenn comes through. He had a question for us. He put in the comments. Uh, and he had posted this earlier. I can't find the other post that he had put up. Let me see if I can slide down through here. Uh, who do you think will die? Is there anyone you hope does not? I know I will be sad if Chewie does not, Chewie does not make it. I might be... Most said, however, if the Falcon doesn't make it. And he it's an article he's linked. It's uh, 10 characters who may die in Rise of Skywalker. Man, his, yeah. His I'm question gonna... is, he wants to know if we will respond. Do we want to respond about which characters you think might die in Rise of Skywalker? So who do you think is going to bite in this one? I don't think Chewbacca does. I mean, I think they've taken enough people from the original trilogy. Might as well keep you don't uh, think three PO in there. You don't think they're no. going to scrap him? William Falcon probably though. I could see that closing the door on that. I mean, I think the only survivors from the original trilogy will be um, R two, C three PO, R two, Leia, and Chewbacca. Well, and Leia's going to die. No, I don't think they will. She, yeah, Leia's going to die, dude. I don't think she will. There's nothing else they can do. They're not going to... I mean, for me... I think they let yeah. her go off and enjoy retirement. She can enjoy retirement. That's just not in her character. Well, you ain't got nothing else to do. You can. She's earned the right. She can retire. 
She is not, though. She, I don't see her ever retiring. Please. Leia? She's, she's old. She's she lost Han. Chewie she, wants to hang out with Ray all the time. She will continue on, though, man. She's strong. She's still got 3PO, I guess, and R2. But, like, she's going to go retire and live the good life and, like, you know, use her force powers to, like, pick fruit off of the trees and stuff. So, and, you know. Okay. That kind of thing. It'll be cool. Thought you were going to have her be like Picard. Go to retire. Go start his own vineyard, wine place thing. No, 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 no. No. You're probably uh, right. Yeah, those. I don't I, think any main. I hope. And I don't know what's going to happen with Kylo Ren. I don't know if Ben's going to come back from the dark. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They kill him, though. Ugh. He's been a very compelling character, though. I've locked him. Well, you know. We talked about it before you, uh, Chewbacca. You'll never top that death he had in the uh, on Vong stuff. You know uh, that first one. What was the, what was that first novel? I can't remember all of a sudden. Snap! It's been but, so long since I read this. But anyway, if you've never read it, you need to pick it up and read. If you he man, that's a sad that's, that's a sad book. That and like we said, the uh, uh, what's the one? Uh, Star by Star. Yep. Right. Those two, man, if you don't cry in those, you're not human. Well, it's crazy because in those books, man, I mean, yeah, they finally started killing people. Oh, man, Chewbacca died. Oh, God, that was yeah, rough. That was rough. Uh, so here. And Han Solo getting drunk and being a jerk to his children, yeah. you know, to Anakin like that, man, that sucks. Didn't he stay drunk for like half of that series? Pretty much. Wasn't it after. Um, ben died that he finally sobered up? I think so. Wasn't that right? I think. It's been a long yeah. time. Uh, let, here, let Anakin, me not Ben. Anakin. Anakin, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Ben is Luke and uh, Mara's. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, let me run through these real quick, and I'm just going to throw the names out to who they who their ten characters who may die. Uh, Leia. Hux. General Hux. Uh, C-3PO, Kylo Ren, Ray, Ray ain't dying. Palpatine, he's dead. Lando oh, is not dying. Oh, that's right. Totally forgot about uh, Lando. I'm so sorry, Lando Calrissian. Allegiant General Pride. I, who, yeah, he's dead. He's going to die on a, yeah. on a Star Destroyer, I'm sure. Uh, Finn, Chewbacca. Chewbacca's are, I guess, number one. Chewbacca not. ain't dying. He's been through too much already. So yeah, anyway. Chewbacca ain't dying. Um, Leia's dying. Millennium Falcon's gone. Um, I hope Ben doesn't die. I got a feeling he will though. Just we'll just mark this down, and then we'll see if we're right mm-hmm. after we watch it. So we shall see. But that's it. That's it for emails and stuff. Um. Weekly recommendations, I want to do something a little different, so I te- uh, text Clay and I said, hey, I need your top five games of not, or 2019. So what we're going to do in the next couple of weeks, we're going to do kind of a best of thing. Uh, we don't have to give any, go into deep analysis or anything. Uh, just give me your top five, Clay. Let's go from worst to best. Uh, worst to best, uh, whew, probably... 
Gears 5, um, Outer Worlds, Borderlands 3, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, and then Resident Evil 2. Excuse you like, me. Pardon me. What was your number one again? I'm sorry. Resident Evil 2. Resident it was Evil good. 2. Uh, you like Bloodstained that much? Bloodstained, yes. It's, okay. uh, it cool. really wet my whistle when it comes to Metrovania titles. That's actually becoming its own uh, classification yeah. now. Everybody but, is, uh, uh, everybody's talking real big about Bloodstained. And now it's on uh, it's on Game Pass too. But I, I mean, that. I wish I played more like PlayStation and Nintendo games as well to make my stuff more rounded out, my list more rounded out. But yeah. you know, sadly, I don't. It so. is what it is. Uh, but I'm thinking somewhat. about getting that uh, Switch uh, Lite though. I, I looked at it. it. I looked at it at Walmart the other day. It's like, man, it's only one ninety nine. Well, the thing is that they're having issues with the joysticks yeah. on it, just like they did the joystick. Really? Uh, like I said before, and then I'll get in mind, what I would really like to do is get a, be able to get a PS4 at a good price and get that Spider-Man game and play the crap out of that Spider-Man game. Because that was awesome. just get a PS5, man. You know it's going to be backwards compatible. I know. So. I know, but I don't want to spend a thousand bucks. I just want, you know, one game. So True. But anyway, here's mine now. I tend to, and you you can back me up on this, I tend to grab a game and stick with it if I like it. So, you know what, real quick, i got to change one, Clay. i got to change okay. my order. I forgot about something. Completely forgot. Give me two seconds. I'm sorry. Because I love this game. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Try to get married to this game. No, no, no. Okay. So that's going to be. This is going to be five, and that's going to be four, three, that's going to be three. Okay. This will be two. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Sorry about that. Number five. Shit, I can't read my writing. Okay, here we go. Number five Apex Legends. Love that game. Didn't play too much of it, and yes, I fell off of it, but. Uh, I am a big Battle Royale fan. I've always been a big fan of PUBG, and I love Titanfall, and this was a good mix of the two of them together. Uh, did you play it much, Clay? No, never okay. did. I didn't think so. So that's number five. Number four, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, and that says a lot because I'm not a real big single-player uh, game player just because I don't have time. That's like, you know, playing with us and every, uh, all those guys getting together and playing. Uh, number three, Gears 5, uh, we talked about it a lot when it first came out. We kind of fell off, but that's just the way it goes. So give up the update for it, too. Yeah, so I say, more stuff, so. yeah, something will come out, and we'll get back on. You can never go wrong with the horde mode. Number two, this is where I changed. Uh, well, I changed a bunch of numbering around, but this is the one I'd forgotten, and I played the crap out of this game. Forza Horizon 4. That came out last year. That's 2019, wasn't it? It came out 2018. It came what out December, it? or actually November, December. I looked it up, too, because I thought about it. And yeah, I, and I, I actually played did it the, all the way into it. I did the smart thing and looked it up before doing this list. I actually I did too. researched I went through, it. I actually, no, I went through the whole month, but then uh -huh. I, for some reason yeah. I thought, okay, then. Hold on. <laughs> came out last year. Hold so. on. Okay, scratch Hold that. On. That's still a good game. Did you say they're bringing out a battle royal mode for that? Royale mode for that? Yeah, no, thank you. I don't know, it sounded kind of fun. Okay, so here, let's go back to original. So I had Crackdown 3 at number 5. It wasn't the best game in the world, but the multiplayer stuff, just running around and jumping and everything, 
We had oh, a yeah. good time with it. Number four was Apex. Number three was Star Wars. Two was Gears. And my number one game for me was The Division Borderlands 2. Borderlands 3. No, Division 2. That came out this year? I hope so. Yes, it did. <laughs> Are I you looked. sure? Yes. Are you sure? All right. Jerk. Hold on. <laughs> the Division <laughs> 2. Hold on. Hold on. It came out in April, by the way. It did not. It did. All right. No. Just making sure. Come out February 7th, 2019. 2018. 2019. <laughs> Jerk. 2018. When did, did Forza really come out? Man, I, I'm not lying about Forza. I know I believe you. Year. I believe you. It's just like, uh, I, well, that's a really good game. Yeah. I will definitely play more Forzas for you. Yeah, it come out in September. And I don't even like racing games. They come out in <laughs> September. Yeah, but that's not your traditional racing game. That's, you know, Burnout Lake or Burnout uh, Paradise and all that. So, right. But anyway, that's our top five games of the year for both of us. Um, next week, Clay, you want to do movies or TV? I'll give you the choice. I don't know if I've watched that many movies, to be honest. Yeah, you have. You've watched enough to get five movies. I guess. Yeah, I have. Yeah, you yeah. have. You have. It's yeah. going to come down to whether it's Avengers or Star Wars, which Avengers will probably be number one. So. We'll see. All right, we'll do movies next we'll week. We'll do movies next week. Let me write down yeah. movies. Hey, next year, by the way, we're going to go watch Dune for Christmas, next and you're going to have to read that book. Only if we can watch the original beforehand, just because it's got Sting in it. God. Yeah, sure. We can watch that, though. Such a bad movie in all the right ways. You know what we need to do? Then we're going to get off here. We need to go back and watch all those wonderful Uwe Bowl movies that we used to watch all the time. Oh, God. Remember when we watched House of the Dead and we thought it was actually going to be good? No. Man. It was terrible. Man, the new Bowl is a garbage human being. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I cannot argue that. I agree with that sentiment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think he... Did he retire from... Uh, filmmaking? I don't know. Hopefully he's dead or something. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. Yeah. So, but anyway, Clay, that's it. We made it through this week's episode. Uh, went a little long, but we hadn't talked in a while, so, or a week, for two days. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there, and please make sure to rate, rate and review us on Apple Podcast, and uh, any other one you use actually would be great. Uh, I saw, I sent Clay a Spotify thing. Uh, our biggest episode of the year on Spotify was the zombie one. So maybe we need to talk about zombies more, Clay, apparently. <laughs> God. <laughs> we'll have that George Romero special episode we hadn't ever done. Uh, but anyway, just give us uh, some likes and some rates and some reviews on all the uh, streaming sites. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, search for Ramblings from Nowhere. Uh, join up and join the discussion. We've had some real good uh, conversations happening over there in the last couple days. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at From Bramblings and on Instagram it's RFN underscore podcast. Uh, also, don't forget to send those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, Clay, where can everybody find you at on social medias? At uh, Sweet JJ. The number one and the letter S. Sweet JJ1S. 
Nice. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Jason76Z. And with that, Clay, we are out. Bye. Goodbye. Qua, qua. Yeah. 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 Did you ever stop recording? That's why I don't need to stop so I could. Oh, I'm done. I don't have anything else to say. You kept calling. I was just like, well, I'll just leave the call as long as you want to.